Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now. for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure... Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. Blackfoot Communications is actively supporting the communities we serve across Montana and Idaho. We are installing hundreds of miles of fiber in our service territories, increasing the broadband experience in our rural communities. We are delivering remote workforce solutions for our business communities. We are creating new, innovative solutions for our local entrepreneurs and enterprise organizations. Learn how your company can benefit. Call today at 541-5000 or go to blackfootbusiness.com. Blackfoot Communications Connect to more. It's time for Montana's only daily sports talk show. Nuwana is now. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. I like football. Now here's your host, Colter Nuwana's. Finally made it to Bozeman, Montana at long last. So happy to be here. Welcome in. Nuwana is now 1029 ESPN Missoula. Maybe watching in SWX Montana Television. If you don't see me in the studio, it's because I'm here on the Montana State campus. I'm broadcasting right outside the Hall of Fame room here at Brick Breed and Fieldhouse, and it's good to be back in Bozeman, Montana. No interviews for the CAP players for uh, duration of fall camp, but there is some media availability today, and that's where we will start out here on Nuanas Now. Missoula native, Missoula Sentinel product, and current Bobcat junior defensive lineman Byron Rollins will join us here in just a quick minute uh, as part of our new series that we're launching. This is going to be a crossover series between both ESPN Missoula and SkylineSportsMT.com. Catching up with the Cats. We'll have contemporary Cat interviews with players from across the Montana State program throughout the football season. And also going to launch, launch a once-weekly podcast series catching up with some of the best players of the last 10 or 11 years. This is my 11th year on the beat covering MSU, and so I got a, a lot of guys that I got to know pretty darn well over here uh, during my time between both the Bozeman Chronicle, Bobcat Football Review and Preview, uh, as well as now 
Skyline Sports and Nuanas now. So I'll give you a little tease on that here in just a quick minute as well. We also continue our Big Sky Conference preview series. Today, we're going to talk about the team that I think is the dark horse in the Big Sky Conference, and that's Portland State. What does it mean to be a dark horse in this league? I don't know because I think that the, uh, the top three are pretty defined. But there is a little bit of mystery there on who rises to the top amongst a group that, can, that includes Portland State, Sacramento State, Idaho State, maybe UC Davis. That middle tier, Eastern Washington could be in that group. Is Eastern in the, in the second tier or the first tier? I'm not sure. I think it's pretty cut and dry to me. Montana, Montana State, Weber State. But then after that, Big Sky Conference a little bit mysterious. But I think Davis Alexander, the quarterback of Portland State, tough as nails. I think they got a lot of experienced guys on defense. So we'll give it a little bit more of a preview on Portland State as well. It's a Thursday, so our good friend Carolyn is going to swing by, chick who doesn't know sports. Uh, she, she found, I guess, what she calls the, uh, the malice in the palace of French soccer. That's all the best I can do. She's going to explain the rest of it to you at the top of the hour. But Carolyn, she who doesn't know sports, our, uh, our good friend that swings by every Thursday to give us some laughs and, you know, make jests at all these sporting things that we think are just so serious. And then we're also going to hear one more time. So I uh, didn't get all the way through all my content with Brooks Nuan at ScotnSportsMT.com. So I'll share one more piece of audio from yesterday that we didn't get to because it got a little long-winded. We were playing word association across the Big Sky Conference as part of our ESPN roundtable. Thanks so much to Tommy Evans in the back for setting this up. I love doing these remote broadcasts from all over the great state of Montana. If you want to watch or listen in outside of the traditional radio or television, visit our station website, 1029ESPN.com. Click on the Listen Live tab. There you'll find the stream. You can also get a hold of us, be involved in the show. The text line yesterday was great. I loved all the interaction with our fancy football advice uh, as part of our new iteration of our Wing It Wednesday segment. You got questions, comments, feedback, you want to be a part of the conversation, shoot us a text. Station line 406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. All guests join us via the Rangers Brothers RV phone line. And, of course, even though you don't see me in the studio, we are broadcasting through the Northwest Motorsports studio. Northwest Motorsport, new to Missoula, located there at the corner of Stevens and Mount. They boast the largest inventory of trucks anywhere in the Pacific Northwest. You can also find them online, nwmsrocks.com. Byron Rawls is finishing up an interview here with uh, Vic Flores from 406mtsports.com. So he will join us here in just a quick minute. But first... I somehow, some way, I survived. I, I navigated the gauntlet, and this is not an oh, poor me. I feel like the luckiest guy in the world. I was able to go to five different concerts over the last 11 days in the city of Missoula. Got kicked off on August 13th with Guns N' Roses. We had a great pre-show for you, and Guns N' Roses rocked the house of Washington Grizzly Stadium. The next day, I was able to go on out to the Kennel House Amphitheater, catch Nathaniel Ratliff in the night sweats. The next Tuesday fits in the tantrums out there at the amphitheater. And then this week, Tuesday night, Modest Mouse. Last night, Cypress Hill. So it was a great run for me. Awesome to be back in the saddle, listen to some live music. But I got to tell you, of, uh, of all the shows that I thought were just completely crazy to come to Missoula, obviously Cypress Hill is nowhere close to as big as the Rolling Stones or Elton John, Guns N' Roses. But I just cannot believe that Cypress Hill, Southern California, early 1990s, uh, 
was in Missoula, Montana. So it was an awesome time last night out the amphitheater. Atmosphere rocked the house as well. And uh, if you haven't got a chance to get out there, there's still a bunch more concerts. This is like concert week in Missoula. We had five different shows out at the amp this week. So uh, if you haven't gone and checked it out, go check it out. And uh, maybe I'll make one more appearance out there. Uh, before the summer's all said and done. You listen to Nuanas now, 1029 ESPN Missoula, SWX Montana Television. Time now to start our new series, Catching Up with the Cats. This is going to be a two-part series. A lot of interviews here on ESPN uh, Radio with current Montana State players, and they're also going to do a podcast series with some of the best players of the last 10 years of Montana State as well. Here's my list. Here's the guys that I'm featuring. Alex Singleton, Denarius McGee, J.P. Flynn, Elvis Akpla, Cody Kirk, Brad Daly, Caleb Schreibice, Taylor Sheridan, Jody Owens, and Mitch Herbert. So this will be a fun one. It'll be fun to catch up with all of that. And I'm joined now by the first guy who's joining us is Byron Rollins. He's a Missoula native, Missoula Sentinel product, and he's now a junior here at Montana State playing along the defensive line. You're a Bobcat guy for life, so you probably recognize all those names. <laughs> oh, right? yeah. I've played with a couple of my redshirt years. <laughs> See, that's the craziest part. We're going to get into your whole journey. Uh, but Byron is uh, – I still have a picture on my phone from the Shrine game in the summer of 2015 mm-hmm. of you and Josh Hill and Mitch Brott and Braden Conkle and Logan Jones. For those listening that follow the Cats intently, they know those guys were fifth-year seniors back in 2019. So that's your high school class, and you still have a couple years of eligibility left. So uh, we'll get into sort of your journey, but sort of crazy to think that those guys have, are years done playing football, and you still got a couple years ahead of you. It is. It's wild, yeah. So t- uh, let's tell people about your journey. You came here to Montana State, and then you went on a mission for a couple years. And so this is you've been in uh, basically in and out of this program for, what, six years now? Is yeah. this your sixth year? Yep. So where, first of all, start with where did you go on your mission? Remind people. Yeah, so I left. I came here. I did uh, the fall semester in 2015, and then I went on a mission to Colombia in South America from wow. March 2016 to March 2018. So what was it like in Colombia? It was really hot down there. <laughs> no, I loved it, though. It's obviously very different, uh, different culture and different place. And uh, it was amazing. I learned a lot from the people down there. Um, I learned to appreciate the culture down there. And it definitely made me appreciate all the things we have up here in Montana as well. How did you like the food? Uh, at first, it was pretty rough for me. Yeah. I actually lost about 55, 60 pounds Man. while I was down there. But I got to like it eventually. It was just a lot of adapting because it's very different. So do you remember James Cowser? He was a defensive end at Southern Utah. I don't. He was an All-American. He's the all-time leader in, in sacks and tackles for loss in all of college football history. But he is an LDS guy. Okay. He went on a mission. But I remember talking to him. He went to uh, somewhere in Eastern Asia. I can't remember, cannot remember the specific country, but he hated the food. And he said the same thing. He said, man, because, you know, you're a defensive lineman. He's a defensive lineman. He's trying to maintain the weight a little bit. He said he came back from his mission weighing like 195, and the coaches were like, what'd you do to yourself, you know? So that, that's probably hard, right? As yeah. You, and you're not really – you can do workouts sort of in your room and stuff, but you can't yeah. really go hit the weight room, exactly. right? So, it, it, I mean, was that a big transition for you, not being able to work out and eat like you're used to? I'll tell you, I did anything I could to work out while I was down there. I remember I took a PVC pipe and uh, filled some paint buckets with concrete and made a uh, – barbell of sorts down there and I'd hit all the push-ups and burpees and pull-ups but <laughs> obviously isn't the same as working out here but I did my best <laughs> yeah well what do you think that that taught you because I do think that it gives you a distinctly different view than a lot of guys you, you kind of have to grow up fast when you're in a foreign country all by yourself when you're only 19 years old right, right? you definitely mature a lot living uh, you learn a lot about independence and you definitely just appreciate everything a lot more I think it as soon as I got here I you know coming in from high school you're like wow this is cool I get to play college football but the opportunity uh, to come back here when I was done, I really appreciate everything a lot more. 
Byron Rollins is joining us. He's a junior defensive lineman for the Montana State Bobcats and a Missoula Sentinel product. I remember when you were coming uh, out of high school, you and I had talked when you were getting recruited by the Cats about uh, all the things you'd done to put on the weight initially. So was it frustrating that, then to have it all fall <laughs> off? Because I know you worked so hard yeah. in junior and senior year to get big enough to you know get a D1 look. Right, yeah, it was definitely frustrating to have the setback. But uh, I got to work really hard when I got back from Columbia and was able to put it back on. You are the only guy in this program that played for Rob Ash, Jeff Choate, and now Brent Vegan. <laughs> yep. What's it been like going through so many coaching staffs? It's been a lot. You know, the change initially change is always difficult. Um, but I really appreciate all three coaches that I've had. They've all been great, and I learned a lot of things from every single one. And so it's been unique for sure because not everyone gets to have that many coaches and learn different things from so many guys. The group that you came in with, now that they're gone, was that weird too? There's kind of a disconnect because you were kind of part of that group, but now you still have this time left. So, um, I, mean, I guess first of all, it must be cool for you though to watch how those guys sort of went out on top because that that's your class and this is yeah. from high school. And, and uh, what a way for for those guys, those 2019 seniors, to you know beat the Grizzlies, win seven in a row, go all the semifinals of the playoffs. That must have been cool for you to sort of be associated with that. Oh yeah, because I'm super good friends with those guys, and those are guys who just do everything right. They work so hard to to have the type of season that we did in 2019. And so I was really glad to help them be able to have that type of send-off for their senior year. But, yeah, it definitely was strange being two years underclassmen to them when I got back. Byron Rollins joining us here on Nuanas Now, 102.9 ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television. We are not in the studio right now because we're sitting down at Brick Breeden Fieldhouse here on the Montana State campus. The coaching is one part of it, but you've had to kind of move up and down the defensive line as well. So uh, tell people kind of where you're at with this iteration of this defense. What spot are you playing? Because you've basically played all the D-line spots in multiple defenses so far in your career. Yeah, exactly. So currently with fall camp, I've been emphasizing nose guard, but I'll also be playing three-tech in games as well. And so we're just kind of trying to get the best guys on the field possible in the moment. And so I'm being there for whenever the team will need me and wherever – I can best contribute to the team. You and Chase Benson are kind of guys that are have, have been playing along the D-line. I know Amandre Williams and Daniel Hardy played a little bit different spots than they were before. So how do you think those guys have picked up sort of putting their hand in the dirt? They've done great. It's been amazing to see their progress uh, as far as pass rush, especially the things that Coach Howe's been able to teach them and watching their one-on-one progress and seeing them in the live team reps get after the quarterback has been awesome. They're going to do some great things this year. Coach Howe, Sean Howe, the new defensive line coach, he's sort of a mystery to me because uh, so many of the coaches are holdovers from the last staff. So we got to know them over the years, you know, guys that have been around for a while here at Montana State. And then we've gotten uh, several different opportunities to talk to Freddie Banks and, and Taylor House, right, the new coordinators. But uh, not much uh, exposure for Coach Howe yet. So uh, how's that been going? How would you describe his coaching style? Uh, he's definitely an intense guy. He yeah. definitely... Uh, takes his job very seriously and holds us to a very high standard of excellence and we love that we uh he sets the example for the standard of work that the d-line brings to practice at practice every day and just the mentality um he's had the opportunity to coach at a lot of different places and coach a lot of great players and so he has a lot of knowledge and so every day we're learning lots of great stuff from coach Al. speaking of chase benson i know that uh, he's wearing that number 41 now saw a picture room the other day looks uh Looks pretty scary to me. So uh, what sort of senior year do you think he's primed for? Because I know he's a guy that uh, doesn't say much, but uh, 
I wouldn't want to mess with number 41. No. Yeah, Chase is my good buddy, and he's definitely a softie off the football field, but you, you don't want to mess with him on the football field. But, no, he's a guy who does everything right as far as preparation, uh, whether it's physical or mental. And he just puts so much time into getting the details right, and he's going to have a great year. I can't wait to see what he does. I'm so intrigued by the move of Daniel Hardy, specifically at the edge as well, because from the moment he came here, you could tell he's just an amazing athlete. Mm -hmm. But he was raw in football. He's a basketball guy. He hadn't really played much football. He didn't really have a position. But now it looks like he's put on the weight. And I think, I mean, he reminds me so much of a guy that played for the Grizzlies in the mid-2000s, Severin Campbell, that long, lean, wiry guy who's just going to eat you up with his motor. So, I mean, how would you describe the way he's playing? Because it seems like he's primed for a pretty big senior year, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he had a great offseason as far as, like you said, putting on the weight and getting the size that he needs. And uh, Coach House helped him a lot with his pass rush as well. And he's looking unstoppable, man. He's going to have a great year this year. Byron Rollins joining us here, Montana State defensive line. Miss Nuana is now 102.9 ESPN Missoula, SWX Montana Television. Let's talk about Wyoming. It's crazy you guys finally have a game. So <laughs> what's the offseason been like? Because this has been the longest offseason in the history of the world, right? I mean, you guys basically been in the offseason since December of 2019. So what's this? What's it been like for you guys as players? Yeah, you know, last year, 2020, was definitely frustrating as far as trying to look forward to things and then things keep changing and getting canceled. Um, so we just tried to stay dedicated to our workouts, but this year has been great because things are starting to feel normal. You know, we've had the normal summer routine, normal fall camp, and it just feels so good just to have that feeling of normalcy and know that we're going to get to go show out next Friday. It seems like you guys put in a lot of great work this summer, too. Everybody looks good physically. So, I mean, how much of a difference do you think that made? Just having extra time to train and, and sort of actually have a season to prepare for to motivate you? Yeah, and I can't say enough for how good uh, Coach Sean Heron has done with our off-season sure. training program. He, he developed a great program for us, and we all got in great shape more explosive and so we're all feeling really confident about our, the shape that we're in and our strength and all that is he scary in the weight room because he was one of the scariest guys in montana high school football to play against <laughs> coach Heron was a back in, back in the hell in a high days man when they had mike farragher and sean heron you did not want to play <laughs> hell in a high i promise you he was so hard to tackle in the hole but i mean but it, 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 does he bring that same intensity he's definitely intense room? yeah he's not always super verbal but when he is it's definitely intense and you can tell when he demonstrates the lifts or the running movements that he's still got it he's still a crazy strong explosive guy yeah he was uh, he was quite an intimidator back in high school to be sure uh Nuwana is now 1029 espn missoula uh i was listening to a uh, mountain west angled podcast about wyoming on my drive over here today and that uh, sounds like they're pretty darn good and pretty darn big up front so what do you guys think of that challenge in that specific matchup as a defensive line yeah you know they have a lot of experience uh guys who have played together a lot of games on the o-line especially and we know that the game's going to come down to us as a D-line being able to stop the run and make uh, the difference as far as the defense. And so we're grateful for the time to take on that challenge and take it upon ourselves as a D-line to make the difference for the team and, and do those goals. Daniel Hardy was saying that he thinks that he has an opportunity to play. Uh, he said it was a little bit more free in this system. Do you see that in the, in the, with the scheme change? Yeah, for sure. Um, there's a lot of opportunities on certain calls and plays to let us just go out and play and to make our move. Uh, we're not restricted as far as the gap that we're responsible for. And so that's great for those playmakers to be able to go play football and to go make those big plays that make a difference in the game. What is your guys' goals going into this game at Wyoming? We're going out there to win. We're going out there. Uh, we've been waiting so long to, for an opportunity to go out and show who we are. 
and we're going out there to, to win this football game. Does it seem surreal? Because you guys have been waiting. I mean, it's been seriously forever since you guys had an opportunity to hit the field again. So, I mean, does it seem surreal that it's actually a little bit more than a week away? Yeah, like it's it's almost like when I was on my mission, waited two years for a football <laughs> right. game. Like it's another two-year hiatus for another football game. But, yeah, we can't wait for it to happen. Well, we got to ask you about your baby bro before we get you out of here because he, he's been good enough to come over to the studio about half a dozen times during his outstanding last two years at Missoula Sentinel. But uh, he's down there at BYU now. Have you got a chance to talk to him since he went down there and reported? Yeah, I have a couple. He's not the best at texting back. Oh, all of that, course, right. He's not much of a texter. I knew that. No, yeah, you got to call him for sure. <laughs> no, he's been doing good, though. He's I've seen pictures of him, and he's definitely put on some weight already. Um, I've More seen weight? Some... Man, this kid's never going to stop getting bigger. <laughs> I know. He never stops eating. <laughs> but, uh, no, he's looking good. The older guys are coaching him up good and stuff. I'm excited for his, his future there. That must be cool for you, too, because I'm sure you've always followed BYU. You uh, growing up too, so I mean that must make you really proud that your brothers represent for your family in the Mountain West. And just seeing all he's accomplished, like ever since he was little, especially I've tried to be that mentor towards him, and I can't even count the days and hours I've spent in the weight room with him, just helping him get bigger and helping him work on his technique and stuff. And so seeing that pay off and him achieve those goals has been great. It'd be interesting to catch back up with him too because. Uh, that's trial by fire, man. BYU's got some dudes. Those those fall oh, camp yeah. practices have probably been something else, man, because <laughs> they got some guys on the defensive front for sure. Yeah. Who do they open with? Who's BYU open with? Uh, I can't remember. I can't remember either, actually. We'll, we'll look that up for you. Byron Rollins joining us, Montana State junior defensive lineman. Uh, we'll get you out of here on this. If you guys already go to Laramie and uh, and compete and get yourself a victory, what's going to be the key? What do, you, what do you think is going to be the keys in the game next week against the Cowboys? You know, it's going to be – our main goals that we always have for games is stopping the run. we got to run the football as well. And uh, they've got a great scrambling quarterback. He's very mobile, and we got to be able to contain him. And uh, if we do that, we're going to be sitting pretty good. Are you guys look at this, this is going to be a physical game. They kind of play a style that's kind of like your guys' style. Are you guys, oh, yeah. are you guys looking forward to that, though? Yeah, that's exactly what we Hard-nosed football, run the ball, stop the run. That's what we love. So it's going to be whoever comes out, whoever's the toughest team is going to win the, that football game. Well, Byron? Thanks for swinging by, man. Yeah, thanks for having me, Cole. Byron Rollins, Missoula Sentinel product, a junior defensive lineman for the Montana State Bobcats. Joining us here on Nuwana is now kicking off our Catching Up with the Cats series. A reminder, the other Catching Up with the Cats subjects that we'll have here, uh, this is going to be a dual. We're going to get current Montana State players throughout the uh, fall, but then we're also launching a weekly podcast series. And uh, this first season, we're just going to do – Guys, I've covered personally over the, the last decade or so. It's my 11th year on the beat here at Montana State between my time at the Bozeman Chronicle, uh, Bobcat Football Review and Preview, and then Skyline Sports as well as ESPN Montana. And so our subjects, it'll be fun. Alex Singleton, former uh, Bobcat linebacker who's now playing for the Philadelphia Eagles, and Aris McGee who had a cup of coffee there in, in the uh, CFL and is now coaching with the Houston Texans. J.P. Flynn played for the uh, offensive lineman who played for the San Francisco 49ers, who's now back in Bozeman. Elvis Akpla, great receiver for the Cats, who's now, I believe, coaching high school football out in Portland. Cody Kirk, the Frenchtown freight train, one of the great running backs in MSU history. Brad Daly. Outstanding pass rusher and uh, Buck Buchanan Award winner as a defensive end. Caleb Schreibeis, another Buck Buchanan Award winner as a D end. Taylor Sheridan, a defensive tackle who's from Missoula and Denver both at the same time. He's got ties on both sides uh, in the Rocky Mountains. And then Jody Owens, 
who's a college football coach still, and uh, Mitch Herbert, the younger brother of Justin Herbert, but more importantly, one of the all-time leading receivers in the history of Bobcat football. So we'll be excited to roll out the Catching Up with the Cats podcast series and continue to do weekly segments featuring interviews with Montana State football players throughout the fall. It's Nuanas Now, 1029 ESPN Missoula, SWX Montana Television. I'm broadcasting to you live from Bozeman, Montana. I'm at Brick Breeden Fieldhouse. And uh, good to be here. Good to be on the ground. Our Big Sky Conference preview series presented by Skyline Sports continues next. We'll talk about Portland State. We're going to hear from Davis Alexander, uh, all Big Sky quarterback, as well as Anthony Adams, an all Big Sky a defensive back. I'm higher on Portland State than most people in the league are. And I think that the showdown between Portland State and Montana State to open conference play could be a tone setter for both programs. So I'll tell you more about what the Vikings got cooking over there in the City of Roses as we continue our Big Sky Conference preview series here at ESPN Radio. Keep it on 1029 ESPN Missoula. Sportsbet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sportsbet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sportsbet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago, and in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sportsbet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. One is now on ESPN Radio. What up, Montana? Welcome back in. Nuanez now, 1029 ESPN Missoula, SWX Montana Television. I'm Coulter Nuanez. I'm broadcasting to you live from Brick Breeden Fieldhouse here on the Montana State campus. So if you don't see me in the studio, that's why I'm not there. But we are broadcasting to you through the Northwest Motorsports studio. Northwest Motorsport, they boast the largest inventory of trucks anywhere in the Pacific Northwest. Visit them online at nwmsrocks.com. Time now to continue our Big Sky Conference preview series. We were uh, lucky enough to go to the Big Sky kickoff media event in July in Spokane, caught up with members of every single football team from across the Big Sky Conference, and uh, we'll share our interview with Davis Alexander and Anthony Adams from the Portland State Vikings here in just a minute. But uh, some thoughts on Portland State. First and foremost, I think this is a paramount season for Portland State for a variety of reasons. They got some turmoil going on in their athletic department. Valerie Cleary, their athletic director, resigned uh, earlier this year. Um, there's some, been some other internal turnover there as well. Uh, if, if, if you hearken back to the beginning of the Bruce Barnum era, when, Barnum, when Nigel Burton was fired at Portland State and Barnum took over as an interim basis, the administration of Portland State basically told the football team, that they needed to become sustainable on their own. They, they needed to start producing revenue, 
on on the uh, on on par with being able to sustain without institutional funding and the variety of other uh, things. They they needed to be able to. And that's why they've been playing all these money games. That's why I've been they've been riding a bus all over the place. Well, then Barnum, against all conventional wisdom and an interim status, goes out and wins nine games in year number one. He's the national coach of the year. Paul State gets the sixth seed in the playoffs. And uh, Barney Ball is real. And uh, it was a fascinating season to cover. That was the first year we launched Skyline Sports. We were there when Portland State beat Idaho State uh, in Pocatello. That was a ranked ISU team. And uh, it was definitely a... a, a Announcement. It was certainly a statement game, and that Portland State team kept on rolling, and they have not been able to find their footing since then. That was a magical year, uh, perhaps the greatest year in Portland State's Division I history, and they have not been able to recapture that. They won the nine games in 2015, and then they went 3-8, and 0-11, 4-7, and 5-7. A little bit better in 2018-2019, uh, but they... Bring, come into this season with a lot of talent. I think that Portland State has a couple guys that are maybe a little sneaky compared to uh, what everybody else in the league knows that they got. First and foremost, Emmanuel Dagbo is one of the best NFL prospects in the league. He's battled some injuries as a wide receiver, struggled with his growing, but he is a dude to be sure and uh, a really talented player. They also have one of the most talented transfers in the league that a lot of people are not talking about. Darian Chase. Darian Chase comes from uh, Nebraska, but he's from Western Washington, a guy that wanted to just get back closer to home. But he was a four-star recruit. He was one of the top players in the country coming out of high school. And he's a guy with speed to burn. I talked to Parker Gabriel about Darian Chase, and he said that Darian Chase was going to fit right in uh, when it comes to the Big Sky Conference, his level of talent. But the other thing about Portland State is I think that uh, coming into this fall, a lot of people look at their 48-7 loss in Missoula to Montana in the spring. But there was a lot that went into that loss. Or I guess there was a lot of guys that were missing from that loss. They did not have three of their main offensive linemen, so that put them at a huge disadvantage. Chase pulled his hamstring early in the game, so he did not play after the first quarter. Dagbo didn't play at all because he was coming back from the, uh, the groin injury. So now you're talking about two different dudes who are among the more talented players on the perimeter in the league. And uh, Davis Alexanders didn't really have that many weapons. And uh, their running back, their starting running back, didn't get the carries uh, that maybe he will once the season starts rolling as well. Uh, they were trying to keep some tread off the tires there for sure. And then defensively, I think that Portland State has a couple of the most talented players in the league. When you talk about Samise Kofe, he's one of the best interior guys in the league. Noah Yunker, the uh, defensive end, is a good player. And then the guy we're about to hear from right now, Anthony Adams, he's All-America. He's one of the best defensive backs in the country. And they run a very confusing defense. Payat Sudam has uh, a well-found, I guess a, a strong and uh, correctly founded uh, reputation as one of the best flex coaches in all, all of college football. And the flex defense, uh, it's hard to explain. They like to stay a step ahead of the offense in terms of their pre-snap alignments, the way that they shift and the way that they try to confuse you and the way they try to isolate some of their best players to be the guys that make the plays. And that's what Anthony Adams is. He's their flex guy. So he's listed as a defensive back. He's sort of a cornerback, but he moves all over the formations. And that uh, he's the 
the key cog. He, he is the straw that serves the drink for that Portland State defense. So uh, I had Portland State number five in my preseason poll. I think Portland State's good. I think if you have a uh, dynamic weapon at quarterback, which they do, I think Davis Alexander is one of the two best quarterbacks in this conference, at least one of the two most proven quarterbacks in this conference, besides Eric Berry at Eastern Washington. And uh, I think that Bruce Barnum and his staff are good coaches, and I think this is a paramount year for Portland State. I think they need to have a good year for them to, to have a, a viable football future. I'm not saying they're going to drop football if they don't you know, win seven or eight games, but I do think that this is a year that they need to prove that it is a sustainable entity at Portland State University. Barnum's in a contract year. He signed a five-year extension during that magical season, so he's in a contract year. So there's a lot riding on this thing for Portland State. And so it'll be fascinating to watch it all play out. Bruce Barnum is one of our favorites. He will join us uh, upcoming probably uh, two weeks from now. I did not actually interview him at the Big Sky kickoff because he said, hey, no, I want to come on the on the show live. And uh, we love when Coach Barnum comes on live. He is absolutely one of the funniest guys in the United States of America. So we'll look forward to that. But in the meantime, our Big Sky Conference preview series here on Nuanas Now, presented by SkylineSportsMT.com, continues with an interview with Portland State senior quarterback Davis Alexander and All-American defensive back Anthony Adams. So, first of all, tell me about what this last two years has been like for you guys. Just the one game. So, uh, does, does this sort of seem like finally the moment where it's turning the corner and, and football is actually back for real at Portland State? Yeah, definitely. This kind of event is... is uh a good indicator of things going in the right direction instead of having this online over zoom it's nice to be in person seeing everybody face to face kind of just gets that feel that we're finally back to normal back to football regular season and it's kind of nice davis what was the hardest part about this last couple years i mean for us personally our program we weren't allowed to be together as a team until February, you know. I mean, it, that sounds ridiculous, but it was about 11 months, you know. We, we couldn't, people were kicked out of the dorms. They weren't allowed to stay in the dorms because our school wouldn't allow it. And then just seeing other teams have less strict protocol and guidelines, that was just a frustrating part. But, I mean, you can't, can't control any of it, you know. That's why the big skies, both fast. Fascinating and so complicated, though, right? Because you have teams in eight different states, three different time zones. I mean, the, all the protocols, All we don't even need to, go, need to go down that road. It's distinctly different in Portland and Sacramento and Montana and Idaho, right? Anthony, tell me about uh, just the comfortability you guys have now running this defense, because I know you've been running this flex for a couple years. It seems like you're sort of honing it in, so um, you have a huge role in that defense, so how, how much more comfortable are you guys as a unit? I think we're a lot more comfortable, especially because all of our uh, up front were really experienced, and that's kind of the, the, the backbone of our defense is, is, our, is our guys up front. Um, so them coming back with a lot of experience is huge, and we've also been able to add a bunch of wrinkles in our defense, um, which I think will help propel us to where we need to be. Um, just having that experience and knowing the system now will, will help us add some things that we haven't been able to in the past. Uh, sometimes when you get some of these uh, preseason accolades, postseason accolades, all that, now you become a guy that's towards the top of the scouting report. So how are you sort of mentally preparing to be one of the guys that other teams are looking for and preparing for? Yeah, it's definitely different going in, I mean, from this year to last year. Um, but for me, it doesn't change. I've been saying I feel like I left a lot of plays on the field last year, so that's good for me. Um, just something to strive towards. Um, just never really satisfied with anything. 
Davis, tell me about your guys' offensive line because I know that uh, it's going to be different than the game that you guys played in Missoula because you have some new guys, some guys added to the fold. So uh, what do you think of that group and, and how important is that for just the development of your offense? Yeah, um, I mean, we're still trying to add some guys. Um, we got uh, guys who came on official visits just waiting on their decision. Uh, hopefully that will happen real soon. But um, we'll be good. We'll be solid. Um, it, it was a little different versus Montana because our – we had a brand new center, obviously center calls for sections, all, you know, rec- IDs to front, recognizes double teams, all that stuff. So it was his first experience. Um, Pretty trial by fire, too, when they send the house about 65% of the time, right? Exactly. Um, exactly. So it will be good, but that was just center such a key position and literally holds the whole line together. So. More experience, more plays. Good to get that one out of the way. The quarterback, this has been a quarterback league for as long as I can remember. This is my 16th season covering the Big Sky, and it's been a quarterback league forever. Interesting to look at this dynamic, though, because it's basically you and Eric Berry as the only real returning guys. Everybody else, there's an opportunity that they might have a new quarterback. So from a quarterback perspective, how much does experience help you? I mean, how much more comfortable do you feel? How much does it help you with now that knowing that you're going into your fourth year as a starter? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm as confident as probably – any other kid ever. You know, I believe in myself. Um, but, you know, I think I'm going on 30 starting games. I think I'll finish with, like, 39. I don't know. I'm not sure uh, the exact number, but that experience is, is vital. I mean, from even outside of playing, just leadership and, you know, being able to look at the guy next to you and he knows that you're going to do whatever you Whatever you can to get this team a W. Like some teams are going in and they don't know exactly who their guy is. And obviously, like you said, it's a quarterback league. Football is becoming quarterback. You're going to be good. You got to have a good quarterback. So, as a quarterback, you got to love the guys you're throwing the ball to. Because one of my buddies covers Nebraska, and he is all the way high on Darian Chase. When he transferred, he said that dude's going to rip up the big. Scott, I know Emmanuel's a phenomenal talent. You got some good tight ends who I can't pronounce their names, but they're but they're dogs too. So, what do you think of the guys you're throwing the ball to? Oh uh, yeah, I think we're going to have one of the top receiving cores in the Big Sky. Um, obviously, Eastern every year they somehow find a way to get. But, but um, now we got, I mean, Emmanuel Dagby, he's a freak. Uh, Mateo. He's he was really good. Um, he's probably one of the fastest players in the Big Sky. He's got a good frame, six one, six two. Bo Kelly, our slot receiver, thirteen. He's he's matured a lot. And he's he's gotten really good. And then we he added some coaches for us. Um, Derek Hagan, NFL vet, nine-year veteran. Um, yep, he's going to help us a lot. And then we obviously have Skylar Fulton, if you know who that is. He was the Tampa Bay Buccaneers receiver coach. Um, 
We'll be fun, dynamic in the, on the perimeter. Last question for you guys, then. I'll tell you this first before I ask it. I'm high on you guys. I think you guys are good. I think if you guys can get your offensive line ironed out, then I think everything else is pretty pretty set up. But what do you guys think of Portland State, where you fit in the league? Because I think you guys could be a dark horse playoff team. So how do you sort of embrace that, and do you believe that? I mean, do you guys have a sense of belief that you can make a run? Oh, yeah. We, I mean, we have, we've had that mentality since all of us have came in. We know we've kind of been overlooked a little bit, and we know our potential. We know what we can do. So we're not too worried about what everyone else thinks, but we know what we can do. Yeah, I mean, we definitely think that we have the talent. Um, talent and, honestly, the experience um, to get where we want to go. Um, you know, that first conference game, Montana State's going to be a – it's going to be a fight. It's going to be a dog battle. And, I mean, we're going to be ready. I know they're going to be ready. Um, but not to say, like, make or break that game, but, you know, it's a huge, huge game. You know, Montana State, haven't played them in, like, four or five years. Yeah. Um, but, no, we'll be amped. And it's definitely a tone setter. And, uh, I mean, we got the talent. We got the experience. We got the coaches. Let's do it. There you go. Anthony Adams and Davis Alexander, pair of seniors from the Portland State Vikings, joining us here on Nuanas Now. as part of our continuing Big Sky Conference preview series presented by SkylineSportsMT.com. You want to go check out the best coverage in all the Big Sky Conference? SkylineSportsMT.com. We give it to you every day, every season. Montana, Montana State, and the rest of the league. Let's go check it out. Eight bucks a month, $90 a year. And uh, we will continue our Big Sky Conference preview series throughout the rest of next week. Nuan is now 1029 ESPN Missoula. This is WX Montana Television. If you don't see me on the TV, it's because I'm not there. I'm here in Bozeman broadcasting to you from the Brick Breeden Fieldhouse on the Montana State campus. Uh, Thanks to Montana State for setting me up. Thanks for Tommy Evans for giving me my radio in a box and uh, let my traveling radio show continue because uh, we have a lot of fun doing this love doing the remotes and I couldn't do it without the guys in the back particularly Tommy for setting all this stuff up so appreciate him for all he does we got a shortage of officials but we also have high school football on the horizon those two things do not mix well but I uh, hopefully we can help spread the word on how we need more officials out there for high school football and uh because it's going to be a great year when it comes to high school football across the state of Montana. We'll give you more on the state of affairs in high school football on the other side. Keep it right here, ESPN Radio. After a long couple of months, it's finally feeling like we're getting back to business as usual. But it's not the usual at all. At Missoula's Wingate, we are, as always, committed to giving you a relaxing stay at a great value. But we're also balancing the new guidelines, like maximum pool occupancies and increased disinfecting, to protect your health with a never-ending pledge to make you feel at home when you're not. If you find yourself on the road in the Missoula area, please consider staying with us at Missoula's Wingate. ESPN Radio.
Ace of Spades. Motorhead, baby. Gotta love it. Go on is now 1029 ESPN as well as statewide television, SWX Montana TV. This is your one-stop shop for all things heavy metal. But also, talk some sports from time to time. I'm Coulter Nuanas. We're broadcasting to you live through the Northwest Motorsports Studio, but we are not there because I'm here. I'm in Bozeman, Montana, broadcasting to you from Brick Breeding Fieldhouse. Good seeing all the guys. Thanks to Byron Rawls for coming on the show off the top. He's a Missoula Sentinel product and uh, Montana State Bobcat junior defensive lineman. So good of him to join us. Second hour of the show, our good friend Carolyn's going to swing by and uh, talk a variety of things, bring the laughs, of course, like she always does. Also going to hear a little bit more from Brooks Nuanas from SkylineSportsMT.com as well. Uh, just some theoretical parts of our discussion yesterday. When it comes to expectations and lofty expectations and how much do those affect the way a football team prepares and operates throughout the scope of the season. So I look forward to all of that. Coming up here on SWX, we are about mm, a little bit more than 24 hours away from the opening of high school football. And we will have the clash of all clashes for the AA level Friday night from Washington Grizzly Stadium. Missoula Sentinel, the defending Class AA state champions, will host Billings West. The runner-up a year ago, that's a rematch of last year's state title game. It was an awesome game then, and uh, should be a fun one this year as well. Missoula Sentinel ranked number two in the preseason coaches poll. One spot ahead of Helena High, one spot behind Billings West. So although the Spartans are the first Missoula team to enter a season as the reigning champions in nearly 30 years, and the Spartans snapped a 48-year state championship drought a year ago. They still are number two because Billings West returns so many outstanding players. West, 11 All-State returnees, including a couple guys that are some of the top prospects in the state of Montana. The, da- the Dowler twins, both Taco and Caden Dowler, they've been offered by both Montana and Montana State. West also features Riley Bergeson, who's headed to a Navy and Billings West also features Isaiah Clouch, one of the best quarterbacks in the state as well, and a guy I think will probably end up on a college roster before this thing is all said and done. Sentinel, on the other hand, they return Zach Cruz, one of the top prospects in the state. He's committed to the University of Montana as a defensive end. He'll play quarterback this year for the Spartans, but the Spartans do have to replace uh, some really good talent. T.J. Roush, Geno Leonard, Camden Sermon, uh, Jace Kuswich, Dylan Rollins, and... Um, Soren Seavrud are all playing at the next level, so that'll be tough for them to replace all those guys. Kluswich, Sermon, or excuse me, Kluswich, Roush, Leonard, and Seavrud all playing for the Montana Grizzlies. Cameron Sermon playing at Washington, and Dylan Rollins, the reigning Gatorade Player of the Year, he is playing at BYU. That's Byron Rollins' brother, by the way. We talked a little bit about Dylan and his uh, progress there in Provo. So that's a lot to replace for sure, but Zach Cruz is uh, certainly a good place to start. He is a, a stud athlete, a great competitor, and uh, this will be an interesting one. It's been a minute since the, we've had a state championship rematch like this, the first game of the year. It's almost like an NFL style where they have the Super Bowl uh, competitors uh, rematch in week one. It's kind of what we're doing here at the Class AA level. So we'll have all that coverage for you here on SWX Montana Television. Riley Corcoran and Jay Schillinger will be on the call, so that'll be a fun one to watch. Big Sky is opening against Gallatin uh, over here in Bozeman. 
Gallatin High in their second year as a high school football program. They got some Montana State guys on the coaching staff. J.P. Flynn, former Montana State Bobcat offensive lineman, is working over there. Tucker Yates, uh, former Bobcat defensive tackle, is helping out over there at Gallatin High as well. So Big Sky Gallatin High is going to be an interesting one because Big Sky's down in numbers, but they do have some good talent. Gallatin, on the other hand, they're still searching for their first ever victory because last year was their first inaugural season, and uh, they just played the shortened season. They did not make it to the playoffs, and so they're still searching for their first ever victory. But they'll be hungry because they did not have seniors last year, and now they do. So we saw Glacier. Uh, they were the last team to join AA, or I guess to be a new high school period. Belgrade actually the team that joined AA most recently before Gallatin High. But I remember back in 2007, 2008, when Glacier was first coming around, they took their lumps early for sure. But then that group of guys, they were in the playoffs pretty quick. They, they started some sophomores on that team. Uh, Shea Smith-McCon, who went on to play quarterback for the uh, Grizz, he was a great player on that team. But they, they got from you know defeated to into the playoffs pretty short order. So I would not be surprised to see a, a similar trajectory for uh, Gallatin High. Nuwana is now 1029, ESPN Missoula, SWX Montana Television. Uh, interesting to think, too, seemed like it's been forever since uh, Missoula had had a state championship at the Class AA level, and it had. It had been since 1994 for a Missoula team winning the Class AA championship. Missoula Sentinel broke a 48-year streak, but Helena High is one of the favorites in Class AA this year as well. I think they're right there with Missoula Sentinel and Billings West. I think Great Falls High is going to be in the mix uh, heavily as well. I think Kalispell Glacier is going to be pretty darn good as well. But uh, Helena High has a lot of talent. I didn't realize this until I was doing some research, though, about this upcoming high school football season. Helena High has not won a state championship since 19, in 89 years. So that's dating all the way back uh, to the 1920s. So this is uh, an unbelievable drought for Helena High, which is actually crazy because they've had so many good teams and so many good players that have come out of Helena High. So wild to think that it's been 89 years since the Bengals broke through. Uh, but they will certainly be uh, competitive at the AA level as well. They are led by Marcus Evans, who's the son of Scott Evans and a uh, future Montana Grizz linebacker, as well as Caden Hewitt, who's a quarterback, who's also headed to the Grizzlies as well. A couple other players from around the AA level that I'm really excited to watch. Jake Randina, the uh, running back for Kalispell Glacier, is a really good one. He is a uh, really, really strong and hard-running kid. He's huge for a running back at the AA level, about 230 pounds. Champion powerlifter. So he's a guy I absolutely have my eye on, uh, to be sure. Another guy I'm watching that I think is a fast riser. I think this guy's going to be one of the top recruits in the state by the time this season's all said and done. He's only a junior, but it's Reed Harris at Great Falls High. I was very, very impressed with Reed Harris when I saw him work out this summer. Uh, I was lucky enough to go to Marty Morningwig's quarterback camp, so I got to see uh, Caden Hewitt from Helena High, Zach Cruz from Missoula Sentinel, Isaiah Clouch from Billings West, and Reed Harris from um, Great Falls High all work out with Coach Morningwig. And Morningwig has coached a lot of great quarterbacks throughout his life, and uh, those guys were they were studs. But I was impressed with Reed Harris. I'm hearing that he is getting some interest all the way up to maybe in the Big Ten level. But he... Allegedly, he's getting recruited by Purdue right now. So he obviously is a smart kid, but he is a, a dude that has a ton of athletic upside. From the Between his sophomore year when I first saw him play basketball to now, I bet you he's put on 25 or 30 pounds. Uh, I was teasing him at the at Marty's camp saying, man, you better quit lifting weights because you're going to fast track yourself to outside linebacker. But he's a good-looking quarterback. He's one of the great athletes in the state. He's an awesome basketball player as well. So by the time his junior year is done, if he's a guy that's one of the top, if not the top recruits in his class, 
I think he will be uh, he's, he's going to be a headliner for that junior class this year, and uh, he's got great fall side thinking big. So that's sort of the way I see class AA football coming into this year. I think that the coaches poll, the preseason coaches poll that uh, we helped conduct through uh, with Anthony Nackreiner from the class AA podcast, pretty darn accurate, man. Billings West with 11 All-State players coming back. Hard to say they're not number one. Missoula Sentinel, the defending champs with a couple uh, great contributors led by Zach Cruz, but also featuring Drew Klumpf and a variety of other great athletes there. Hard to say they're not number two. And the Helena High with Caden Hewitt, the outstanding quarterback, sitting there number three. But I think Reed Harris has a chance to be a surprise guy in this state, and uh, that's got great fall side thinking big. So I agree with them at number four as well. And then I can Jake Randina take the pounding because they're going to use him as the bell cow, man. He's going to be the dude. He's going to get 300 carries this year, I bet, at Kalispell Glacier. And uh, can he endure? But I'm not betting against that guy. If you watch him on Twitter, you watch his weightlifting videos, man, he is a horse. And so he is absolutely going to be the bell cow back when it comes to the Class AA level here uh, in Montana. We spent all week breaking down high school football, so thanks to all our great guests who swung by and joined us. And uh, you can find all that stuff if you missed anything. I gave you the full lowdown on both uh, AA, A, B, and C. And uh, a lot of really, really good teams across the state. I'm really excited about Florence this year, the Class B level. I think that they have some legitimate talent. I think Kyle Abbott, the two-way lineman who's getting recruited by both the Bobcats and the Grizzlies, is a special player. I think their quarterback, Pat Shane Jr., uh, he's got a great grasp of the spread offense for only a junior in high school. He's about 6'3". He spins it well, and he's got some weapons on the outside as well. Luke Pyatt and uh, Blake Shoup, those guys should be some of the best guys in Class B. And the Class A, I think Class A is going to be a little wide open because it's hard to say that Dylan might be a little down because Dylan's never down, but uh, I think that Southwestern A is going to be wide, wide open. I think Hamilton is going to be uh, a tough out. Frenchtown, they're going to have to replace a couple really good players from uh, their quarterfinal team a year ago. But I think they're going to be a tough out in that Southwestern name. Of course, you know Dylan's going to be at the very least tough. And they probably have you know, a couple guys waiting in the wings with some familiar last names like they always do. So I think on the west side of the state, Class A is going to be a war as well. But can the west challenge the east? Because it's been all east lately. It's been Miles City and Laurel and Billing Central that have been dominating the Class A level. So a lot of work to be done for the western side. The western side was dominating there for a little while when he had Dillon win two out of three, Whitefish won one, Columbia Falls won one, but it's been all east all the time the last three years. It's been east versus east in the championship game even each of the last three football seasons at the Class A level as well. So a lot of work to be done on the west side of the state for those Class A teams. One last thing to mention. I know I've been talking about this on the show a lot lately, but I feel like it's just essential that we, we need this to happen. There needs to be more officials for high school football. I'm getting calls from both the Missoula and the Montana Officials Association all the time. And I I got a lot of buddies that officiate. Uh, I know there's a lot of guys that are officials that listen to this show. And there's some great officials around Montana. But there's a lot of guys that have put in a lot of time. We're talking decades worth of uh, sweat and sweat equity into this thing. And if you need to have good veteran officials for this thing to carry out smoothly. And uh, so if you're interested in getting involved, just go online, Missoula Officials Association or Montana Officials Association, MOA. They, they're looking for more officials. We need Friday Night Lights to be able to go uh, all the way around the state. Moving the games around, these officials get overworked. They're on the road too much. Guys are... Uh, 
they're not going to be as fresh as you need them to be. But also, it's essential for these small towns in Montana to have the economic boost of hosting a Friday night game. If you're if you're hosting on Friday night, there's a better chance that people that aren't directly associated with the teams are going to come watch. And that might bring people to town. That might just get people out of the house. They might go have a hamburger somewhere. It's good for the kids. It's good for the local academy. So if you want to make some extra money, you want to do your civic duty, you want to stay involved in the game, all of it. <laughs> Go check it out. I've done a lot of officiating. It's very fun. Don't be scared of the parents. If you do a good job and you try your hardest, it's going to be uh, a, a good experience for you. It's a great way to stay involved in sports. It's a great way to make new friends. It's a great way to see the state of Montana. And they pay really well, man. It's a great way to make some extra money. I made a bunch of extra money when I was in college working as a basketball official. So uh, the MLA needs you. They need your help. So go online and check it out for more information. And uh, let's make Friday Night Lights sing this uh, entire fall. And uh, we're going to need you to volunteer. But it's not even volunteer work. They're going to pay you. So go do it. I promise you, you're going to have a good time. Hour one in the books, hour two coming at you. Our good friend Carolyn, who doesn't know sports, is going to swing by. Also going to hear a little bit from Brooks Nuana, Scott on SportsMT.com. How do expectations influence the mentality of a team? He'll tell you more. Keep it right here. Nuana's now. Blackfoot Communications is actively supporting the communities we serve across Montana and Idaho. We are installing hundreds of miles of fiber in our service territories, increasing the broadband experience in our rural communities. We are delivering remote workforce solutions for our business communities. We are creating new, innovative solutions for our local entrepreneurs and enterprise organizations. Learn how your company can benefit. Call today at 541-5000 or go to blackfootbusiness.com. Blackfoot Communications, connect. To more. It's finally starting to feel like winter around here, and if you need some nice winter gear, how about the fine folks at Sitka? They make awesome winter clothes, and they sell custom Bobcat Sitka gear at the MSU Bookstore. You can shop online anytime at msubookstore.org, or of course you can check out the MSU Bookstore live and in person there on the Montana State campus. They also have some graduation regalia back in order there at the MSU Bookstore. They have an awesome American Indian Council selection as well. Visit on campus anytime you need blue and gold or visit online anytime, anywhere, msubookstore.org. MSU Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day located there on the Montana State campus. <laughs> 